Welcome to Floor Masters. I'm Anthony Moses, the owner of Simply Intricate Designs, the number one flooring contractor in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. This podcast is about flooring installation, custom showers, kitchen remodels, bathroom models, everything involved from materials to pricing to how-tos and how-not. Get your headphones, get your pen and paper, and let's get it. Hey, 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 everybody. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Floor Master Podcast. I'm Anthony. Anthony Moses. Oh, I'm stumbling over my words. I'm Anthony Moses, the owner of Simply Intricate Designs, the number one flooring contractor in Baton Rouge. You guys are tuned in to the Floor Master Podcast, another amazing show with an amazing guest. When I emphasize amazing, please believe me when I say amazing guest. Before we jump into it, I have to take this time to mention our sponsors, the National Tile Contractor Association, the amazing uh, organization that is all about building up the tile trade. Um, If you haven't had a chance to check out the National Tile Contractor Association, please do so after you hear the show. Uh, Look the website up, go follow them, go uh, like their page. Just get the knowledge that the National Tile Contractors Association has to offer. So right into it. All right, let me introduce my guest. This is Ray Corral. Ray, do me a favor, introduce yourself, let everybody know who you are, what you do, how you do it, where you do it, and why you do it. All right, thanks for having me, Anthony. Um, It's great to be uh, sharing here with the industry. Um, My name is Ray Corral. I own Mosaic Sustainco. We're a firm and uh, a company, actually, that uh, does planning and design and artwork, uh, manufactures mosaic, does mosaic artwork, and also installs the mosaic artwork. We do all the facets with my company. We're one of you, actually the only company in the United States that, that is able at the level that we're at, is able to uh, all in-house do all three facets of planning and design, manufacturing, we manufacture the artwork, and we also provide the installation of our own products. Um, we've been around for a little bit over 25 years. Uh, and uh, we specialize mostly in the pool industry. 80% of my business is in pools. Is, uh, we can cover that of why, why I do that and why I'm involved in that. But we do a lot of church work, church murals. Um, um, you know, we try to stay away from like the bathrooms or any kind of other mosaic applications. But we a lot of church work, um, a lot of city murals on buildings and stuff like that, and a lot of pools. Um, and I don't know, I can, we can, we can, what do you want to talk about today, Anthony? I mean, we can talk about a whole bunch of things. What, what's so, most interesting for um, you and your listeners? So our topic for today is being number one. Um, I know me and you spoke about uh, your 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 passion to be number one in in your market, um, and I thought that that was really inspiring because uh, some people just exist, you know. Like some companies, they just exist to make money, and that's enough for them. They 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 want to uh, plan their schedule to where they have off time, and they just want to make a lot of money. But you want to be number one. And that's what I want to talk about today, where that passion and that drive comes from and how you plan on uh, achieving that goal. Okay. Um, that's the question. Yeah, yeah. We'll start with that. <laughs> we'll start with that one. <laughs> we'll start with why I want to be one number one and what I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, I mean, the, the, there's also, I mean, I'm a mosaic company. Mm-hmm. And there's also, there's also, I, I talked about these, you know, pl- you know, services and products that, that I offer. Um, but I, I deal with a higher end crowd. I, I also run the business. The business of Mosaics is a very unique business, very secretive business. Uh, it's mostly apprenticeship learned. Um, you're not, you know, the industry is not going to just let anybody in and whatever. If you want to be uh, learning how to do the crafts and stuff, you're probably like a, um, in a in a home a group with homemakers and, and trying to do like you know ceramic tile broken it's very difficult to get into the industry like I said it's very apprenticeship based um, but I'm but learning the, the actual business and making money at it is is very unique um, going back to your question why did I want to be number one I'll tell you why my industry since I specialize in in doing artwork inside swimming pools is my 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 main passion. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that's where the money is at, which is one of the reasons why we're there, um, is, is we deal with people who, uh, who have money, they have a budget for it. 
Uh, it's an expensive product compared to a plaster. Um, so you're dealing with people who have money, a higher, a higher caliber uh, clientele, and they're the ones that want to deal with the number one people. They're the ones that, that will listen when you provide content and say, hey, we're number one. I, I want to work with the number one uh, client. And as soon as you're saying that we're number one or we're the best or we're no one's like us and we have a lot of experience, the people, there's a market, the higher end crowd or the higher end clientele is looking for that. And as soon as you're sharing that and you're promoting that, they're going to listen to you. So there's a reason why you want to you wanna strive for being the best at what you do or the most unique or the most amazing. I mean, you look at other products such as cars or such as, uh, you know, watches, things like this, you know, they, they're always with the same thing. This is one of, you know, 50 pieces. Um, this is the best car. Uh, this is the fastest one. This is one of, of 20 in the world. This is where we're at. I, I totally agree. I mean, I, as you heard, I give myself the, the, the title of being the number one flooring contractor in Baton Rouge. But you know what? Before I get into that, um, do me a favor because people need to see the quality of work that you do. Please tell the listeners your Instagram name so they can go see. While they, they could be listening to this and also go pull up these videos because the work in addition to uh, the background story is all going to mess together. Tell them the Instagram, please. Yeah, the Instagram is Mosaicist, which is mosaic and I-S-T at the end. And that's it. I, I got, I'll spell it M-O-S-A-I-C-I-S-T. And that, uh, like in Tom. And then that's my Instagram page, which is probably maybe like 70,000 followers right now. And then there's, uh, there's you got my Facebook and uh, also, I got my website, which is mosaicist.com. So, mosaicist is just a person that does mosaic, sells mosaic, designs mosaic, and installs mosaic. Is what you call a person who's a mosaicist. Uh, that's what before a painter uh, in the 14th century was, came about. People used to say, "Let's get a painter to do this uh, paintwork." Well, before then, uh, before the pigment of paints came about back in the 14th century, before that. Um, it would uh, normally uh, would call a mosaicist to do a mosaic work for a floor, for a church, for this. So that was a household name for a person who did mosaic work. So that's the name of my company, Mosaicist. And, and, mm -hmm. and the, the, the work embodies that name. Um, once, once listeners have a chance to go look at it and they're listening to this, then they'll really understand. Um, these pools that I've seen on this page are over the top. Like, what is the process as far as customers reaching out and saying, hey, Ray, uh, this is the idea I have. This is the look we're going for and up until the point of installation. Like, how does that work? Um, you know, I, Anthony, I hate to tell you, but it comes down to sales. Uh, 80%, 85% of the, of the pools that you see with designs in them, the client never wanted a design and never asked for one. Come on. I'm the. Uh, they probably asked for a finish, for a tile finish, and when I came in and I'm talking to them, or then I'm the one that starts exposing them to my or Instagram, or they, um, you know, they want to maybe like a little border around the perimeter of the floor, and I'm the one that comes in there and sell and and, and explains to them uh, on why a entire floor piece would work, and it works the other way too. There's people that also want to gaudy up the whole with bells and whistles their whole pool and i'm the one that goes in there and says hey let's 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 pull back a little bit because it looks just too busy it doesn't mm -hmm. look formal and they want to versace the whole thing so um but it just goes down down to sales a lot of people now you know we live in a world of content you know you're all you're you're, you're as good as your content right on, on social media so i've spent a lot of time uh working with my content putting it together getting drones getting uh videos and getting everything and this is what the way well, this is what brought you in when you saw all the kind of stuff so i work a lot of my content because my vendors and my distributors um they tell their clients to go look at my content hey go you know i know that i'm the pool builder but go to go to this guy's instagram and see if you like anything there as soon as a guy goes in there you know because they got like a deep pocket or maybe you know they're thinking you know, they want something a little bit that all tile they quickly start getting exposed to designs and they get emotionally involved. They see a video with a, with music and everything, and 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 they're all the, the next thing is like this is really nice. Uh, this one video here, and the next question is how much is it? 
So then I come in and I start working like, you know, if there's a budget or, or if there's, you know, if there is uh, uh, anything that if the, if the, if the actual shape of the pool is something that we can work with. Um, so I'm trying to answer your question is how do these designs come about? So it just comes about just finding the right client who wants, who maybe does want something or doesn't want something, but is actually looking uh, to better their pool one way or the other. And, and once they have that open door, I come in and I, I'm able to explain to them um, maybe, you know, full, not an all tile, but also a design at the bottom of them. But that makes my company really special. So let's keep talking about that. Gotcha. Um, what I heard was, what stood out to me from there was uh, the part of sales. Um, because you can have an amazing uh, amazing work. And if you don't have good sales skills, you could drop the ball somewhere. So what that means to me, uh, or what I'm hearing, what I'm getting from that is that you have good sales skills to be able to go in and upsell and uh, speak to these customers, show them the proof of concept to where um, pretty much the, the the deal is done when you get there. Once once you make the meeting, the deal is done. Do you have like sales training that taught you that or that's something that you picked up along, along the way? No, I, uh, well, I, I love sales. I've always been involved in that. It's a little bit, I'm a little bit of an awkward guy i guess i like art mm-hmm. so um and i like numbers and i like sale and i like sales um i like so it's kind of i can keep an appointment and i can also draw so it's left brain right brain mix of the two um it's, it's you know a lot of great artists i'm not saying that i'm great but a lot of uh really amazing artists they can keep an appointment you know, I mean, they're just really unbalanced, you know, and they're right. very emotional sometimes. Yeah, I'm able to work numbers and also work work emotional stuff, sales. And it all comes down to presentation. If you're great at presenting um, the idea and you're, and you're using, um, you know, apps or, or editing or, or pictures or things like this, and you're able to really convey an idea to the client, um, it doesn't really matter if it's mosaic or not and whatever, you, whatever the listeners are, are listening to you're going to be successful in, in, in closing uh, a lot of deals when it comes down to, um, you know, your installations or, or, or the product that you want to present. But if you're a terrible presenter and you cannot convey and you're waiting for them to tell you what they want, sit back and, and wait because you, you might not, you know, you might not be able, you might have to do a lot of more promoting to be able to wait for people to come to you. But um, if that makes any sense. Um, oh no, trust me. I, I understand because, um, I do the same thing with my company as far as uh, bringing design to the table and offering installation. I'm not selling products, but um, like you said, a lot of people, they really don't know what they want and they don't have the best idea. And it's up to you as the artist to to uh, explain to them what will work best in their space. And a lot of times when you do that, then they're like, oh, yeah, that's an amazing idea. I want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one hundred percent correct. Yeah, or you know, you also have to be careful. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to deviate away and get involved in so much sales, but we also have to be careful and showing them too much. You know, we live in a world today of there's the biggest problem we have today with, let's say, coverings or or finishes or or is that we have too many options. Too it's many just options. Way too many options. And then there's the internet. So then the client sits there and they want to play designer. They want to go in there and tell you how to install it. They want to go in there and you because you know, they're looking at YouTube videos. You know, you got you to gotta go in there and you sometimes have to really keep it simple, you know, and just give them just a couple of options. You know what I mean? So I, I, I play I have a balance of keeping it simple. Um, and when it comes down to design work, now I'm going to go ahead and introduce, you know, the, the listeners to something else. I go into the pool. Now, remember, the pool's an architectural, uh, uh, let's say, hole, right, with water in it. Mm-hmm. I go in there and I use their pool. Um, to give me first a direction of what I'm going to go ahead and explain to them or try to show them when I do my designs. Then use the pool I'm as gonna, in swim in it? Yeah, no, I use the pool shape, the architecture. Oh, look, I was pool. about to say, that's that's crazy. Like, I, I love yeah. the idea. Like, I'm swimming in it just so I can get the vibe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah, if I have to swim in it, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, but Anthony, you know, basically I would, I would, uh, and you know, and then I work around the architecture of the house. Mm-hmm. So when I go to, when I go to the home, the home is already built. The home is already, um, the, the, you know, there's details, there's a release, there's arches, there's columns, there's, there's the shape of the pool. There's, and then I grab 
pieces of the actual home and I put it together in my designs on the floor. If that doesn't, if, and then all along I'm asking the client, what is it that you really like about the house? Uh, you know, I'm trying to grab and I tell them, I'm trying to get ideas of what we can do for you. Yeah, but Ray, I'm not really interested in really doing a design. Well, maybe, listen, we're going to, you know, if the client is qualified, I'll tell you, listen, let me just do something for you and present it to you. But, you know, oh, I really love, well, let me know what you like about your house. I really, my wife really loves the mantle. The mantle's original to the house or she bought it in Italy or she brought it from, from Turkey, whatever. Um, I really love it. I take a picture of the mantle. I take a picture of the pool. I take a picture of accents of the home and I put it together with my designs. When I present it to them and I sit down with them and I present it to them, I show them how I used their entire house and what they absolutely loved in the pool. And I make it work. And then I sometimes give them A, B, and C uh, options, you know, something that's less expensive to most expensive. And I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you about a client who never wanted anything in the pool. And all of a right. sudden, you know, it starts to look really pretty and, you know, oh man, that's really, really interesting. And, and then that's how I, that's how it goes from there. That's, that's the secret of what, let's say other manufacturing companies have sat down in my kitchen asking me, you know, how do you sell? How do you get these designs? How do you do it? And they, they don't, they don't, you know, when big manufacturers come to me and I had a big one sitting in my office from Italy and, and, and I mean, in my, in my, in my kitchen, their biggest thing was they pulled one of my designs, one of my projects that I did. And they asked me, how did you do this? And I just simply said, give me a number. And what it meant was, you know, you want to, maybe you want to buy my company, give me a number, but I'm, I'm not going to sit here and right. show you exactly how I do it. But anyways. So it's just, um, it's just you really gathering information from a customer using what they tell you and then uh, compiling a design and then giving them packages for them to choose from. Yeah. I never deviate. Yeah. When, when, when we're, we're talking about artwork here. Right. So, and I'm talking about sales and making money because I'm running a business, you know? Yeah. So what's happening is I got to get, I can't sit there and do my artwork. I can't sit there and shove a design that I love into the client's you know, mouth. What I do is I get what they already have and already purchased. And I, and, it, and it's easy for them to understand. And I put it together in a design that, yes, I'm the one that puts it together, but it's using elements that they understand already because they already purchased it in other things, arches and columns or architecture. And I explain it to them and I present it to them. And I use different programs to present it to them. You know, I use, you know, uh, I, you know Photoshop and CorelDRAW and Illustrator. And then I go into renders and automations that I use. And, you know, once you're dealing with a person that has, that wants to do something magnificent or something new or better, and you start presenting them with these tools that, that are out there, they're immediately going to be like, yeah, it sounds interesting. And the next step is, you know, how much is it? Or, you know, how, how long are you going to take? And that kind of stuff. So. Gotcha. That's, uh, look, you, you've inspired me so much because my process is similar. It's just on a much lower scale, <laughs> a okay. much lower scale. Um, now, another thing that I wanted to ask about that I saw in one of these amazing videos that I'm a touch on a little bit later was, like you said, it was a, a hand drawing of the design. On top of the hand drawing, it was colored in and then it was put into uh, a software, uh, I guess, for a rendering. And then the, um, the tile was actually uh, installed. When I looked, uh, when I saw the tile installed, it looked exactly like the drawing. Like, was that, is that like strategic? Is it kind of by chance? Like, it looked like the pencil drawing. Like, how does yeah. that? But the, the, what, the way that I do it first is I do a napkin drawing. You know, like a lot of architects sit there and they'll sit with a client and over coffee and they'll, they'll bring out a napkin and they'll draw like their, their, their front of the home, their facade or their elevation. And uh, it just starts to, you know, the, the, the architect starts to pick their brain and what they want or what they, the same thing happens with me. I sit there and that was a job in California that you're talking about. Now this mm -hmm. house is a monster house. It's in Beverly Hills. And, um, and that one, I took elements of the home right from when the house was being sold in the real estate market. I took, I looked at the house and uh, I got measurements from the client and I drew his pool. I used Google earth to look at it from the top. And, uh, and also you can use like Google maps so you can see the top, top view. And I got the shape of the pool and I got measurements 
uh, from the client. And then I used uh, pictures of the actual on Google and I got different elements of the home. Then the client told me that they like, you know, sea and they like, you know, nautical stuff. And then that's all they needed to say. I threw mm-hmm. in some nautical things and I drew it by hand. It was a very rough drawing. Then I scan it and put it into a, pro, uh, a sketch program. We put it into Corel Draw. And there we start working with the actual re- redefining the entire uh, line drawing. Then you get the beautiful, perfect line drawing. Now it's beautiful. Yeah. Then since it's very difficult to do gradients in the way that we do them with the actual mosaic, we cannot do, we cannot color with Corel Draw or Illustrator or Photoshop. It doesn't, it, it doesn't work. So we have to hand pencil, pen, color pencil, the design. We only do a quarter of it. Then we throw it into, in, we throw it into, um, into uh, Photoshop and then we flip it and flip it. And then, you know, we flip oh, it and then mirror it. And then that's how we get, the design hand colored and then we start dumping the paint bucket and start painting the rest of the picture the, the, the drawing then we go ahead and present it to the client and then we did a render we did an animation render i i got together with a, a good buddy of mine his name is john martiz from on demand concepts and uh, he went ahead and did the render for me so now the client which had a deep pocket is like looking at his beautiful backyard you know from the sky and all this kind of you know fun stuff and you know he's getting excited he's getting emotional and then he's right. you know let's get let's get going yeah so that's what you saw and yeah no normally when we design it's gonna look like that at the end maybe the hues and the saturation looks a little bit different because there's a water hue or we fill it with water and there's a there's a sky reflection of the pools on the is, is on the exterior but but it usually is dead on we're, we're we're pretty good we're copycats whatever we design on paper gets done on at the job site and that's crazy like that is crazy yeah. um which leads me to another question um, from, from the business standpoint. Uh, it's clear that there is a media team. Like, how did you approach that? Because you said that you were really uh, really strategic and really um, conscious of your content because I guess you knew how, how it would impact your sales. Like, did you hire a media team or is like that a part of the crew that you guys film uh, every job site or well, do you just... Well, let me tell you something. I mean, nowadays, what they're able to do with like TikTok and all these editing programs with your phone and the way that your phone, the quality of these iPhone 11s, 10s or whatever, even 12s, the, the newer ones obviously are, are much better. But the, the quality that we're getting, is you're able to really get content. Uh, like I said, we're content driven. And I reach, um, you know, I hate to promote Instagram because it's a, it's a devil in disguise. You're on it all the time and you're promoting. But honestly, a lot of my business and um get you know comes from comes from instagram and the reason why is because i've been I, i'm able to reach these people that are very difficult to reach i'm able to get to them through instagram so uh it's a great tool i'm able to open up in australia i'm able to open up in in dubai right from my phone sitting in miami on my bed and uh but to go back to your question is there a media team yes there is what there is i, I work together I come from the, a production background, so I come from you know the music industry, and I'm involved in music and film and all that kind of stuff. So it's easy for me to create content and fun stuff. So what I do is I have a guy who flies to join his life, lifetime production group, cool people right out of Miami. And since I own you know I own studios and all that from music and TV and all that, you know we worked together for a long time. So he goes out there and gets me the content. But I'll tell you interesting stuff i'm gonna hit you with something really interesting oh, that is uh yeah but he, he goes out there he fl- flies a drone we're finished with the job and he goes <clears throat> and he goes on then i get i get his uh beautiful video he edits it and puts it with music and it's gorgeous right and then i go ahead and grab that content and i give it to my secondary people that work from their homes and uh, I do have a studio. Some of them work in my studio. And they're the ones that get me the video that you saw. They're the ones that get me talking. And they're the ones that get me um, drawing. So I second, I send them, you know, what's kind of called B-roll. And it's kind oh, of yeah. like the, the behind the scenes thing. And then, so they start mixing what the drone people did. And they start mixing it with the, the B-roll and the me. And that's how you get the, the how-tos and, the, and, and, you know, and the... So I have two media teams. I have really beautiful stuff and that give me gorgeous with music. And then I have the stuff of me talking in between and also the lettering on, on the on the actual screen, how it comes out and all that stuff. So I have that. But the key, the key is you your key 
is I deal with a high end. Uh, uh, I'm at the end when the pool is already being, you know, being filled, landscapes going in. Um, you know, a client uh, is already pissed off because he's over budget. This is talking on a, on a new project. Yeah. But I come in and I, I do my job. I get in, I come in, I come out. But I'm very, I try to get very much involved with the client themselves. And the reason why is because I'm always thinking, I want to get back into this job. I want to get back in here. And when, when some of these high-end profile clients, when they're in the house, they're done. They don't want nobody else coming in, walking in, flying a drone. But if, you're in a, if you go in there and you build a relationship or you try to build, whenever you can, you know, and when you build a relationship and, you know, you're able to get back in there and take these pictures and also fly their drones, which is very difficult with these high-end clients. The majority of them don't want anybody else in their projects. They right. want everybody out and don't come back. But that's one of my that's one of my strongest points because since I provide installation of my own products in house, um, I'm able to get close to the clients. My just my my let's say my competitors that are maybe in Italy, mm-hmm. right? They're selling to distributors, and the distributors are not getting involved with the client with planning and design for the most part. They don't really have you know, the services that I can do from here from the United States, right? Yeah. And and then I also provide installation. So I'm there when it's getting put into the ground, installing it with my guys. So because of that, I'm 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 in the project from all the all the stages. So it's easy for me to get back in. Now, if you go look at my competitors' websites or look at their catalogs, they have hotels, beautiful hotel projects. That's really nice. But I have the largest and the most beautiful content in private residential homes that anybody in the world, when it comes down to decorative pools, nobody can beat me in the world. And then that's the number one thing I can tell you that I've really strived hard to do because it's kind of like, I'm trying to, you know, like maybe leave a leg legacy. It, it, I, I get excited. My ego gets excited. Um, humbly. I, I try to continue to grow and learn, but, but I'm very excited about how I'm able to get back in and get content and you're as good as your content. So I'm, I, I really focus on that, and I invest in my company. I and love look, investing the reason, in my company. The reason, the reason I ask because I do the videography for for my company. It's not on the scale of you guys, of course, uh, but I could tell um, just from me playing and and with cameras and editing stuff. The shot when uh, they went underwater it was just like, all right, this is this is the next level. Like they they put That's some crazy. thought into this. Yeah. Like they they planned this whole video out, uh, which is like, like you said, which is, it's, it's telling the entire story and making uh, a customer feel like, okay, I already understand what's gonna happen, what the end result is, I'm ready, I just need to know the price. Yeah. Now, let me ask you a quick question. You're asking me about the video of the girl in the bathing suit with the heels going yeah, into Yeah, the yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's my outside sales rep. When, but reality, um, she's my wife. <laughs> so <laughs> I use her. I uh, I use her because first of all, she's smoking. You know, she looks great. <laughs> and second of all, she spends all my money, which is uh, which is also great. So, oh, so but anyway, so that, that, <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta put her to work, man. You know. So yeah, she she's great. She's she's she has a great face. She I I understand that not everybody. Um, wants to do that and wants to expose that. I don't call her my wife on my Instagram. I, I call her my, my outside sales rep, my new. So my idea is to bring a little bit fun into my company and, and keep, and, and I, have, I like to have my client, my, um, my, my followers engaged. So, you know, in my, in my Instagram is kind of like, this is my new, the new outside sales rep never sells anything but it's always doing <laughs> bad things to me. You know what I mean? It's yeah. always just, so if you, I, I throw her in there once in a while, you know, I think I have something in there t- today. I don't know if by the, by the time this comes out, I don't know if it's, if it, it'll still be there, but um, you know, that she, you know, no, number of sales in December zero. And then like, I'm angry and it just keeps me home. It keeps me grounded yeah. and it keeps me, uh, I'd like, I, I don't want to, I try to be careful and, expressing myself as I'm untouchable and unreachable like my competitors you know I have very few competitors and but they are untouchable unreachable they don't show their faces you know they're hiding somewhere over there with like Louis Vuitton scarves and like Prada shoes that's great but that's not me you know I mean so I try to keep it humble I try to keep it you know kind of relatable 
uh, very relatable if I can. I do say I'm very good at what I do because I am, but you know, I got to keep my feet on the ground and, uh, and always, you know, striving to learn more and, and learn the market more and just stay ahead, you know, just stay ahead with my content. So yeah, that, that pool was underwater video, videographers. I found them on Instagram. Dude, they're, they're just amazing artists. And honestly, if you, if you go to my Instagram, you'll see that I'm a, I'm a company of art and I collaborate with artists and mosaicists and designers. And I, I am always looking for other artists that can help me build my business and I can collaborate with them. And uh, these guys with the videography on, underwater and the music, they did it all. They're just, they're, they're freaking amazing. Yeah. Anybody that sees it, they'll, they, once they go to the, the, the page, they'll, they'll see what we're talking about. Um, look, I think, I think that that is uh, just the, the uh, entirety of your company and your, your vision, um, the way you operate is, is huge because you are honestly in our industry of contractors, you don't normally see people operating like that. Um, either they're they're focused just on selling material, or they're focused just on doing installation. You don't usually see a lot of contractors that have um, taken into the design, the installation, the uh, manufacturing to where it's all in house and you yeah. have the control. Um, I've well, wanted. I've wanted to get to that point because I want that control and I don't want people boxing me in to say, Hey, this is our design. We want you to come install it. And I'm like, it's boring. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, one of the things that makes me so successful is the fact that I provide all the services. Um, and I'll tell you, and I'll tell you Anthony what, what the deal is. I go and I sell this big floor piece in a pool and you know, the next, if I provide, installation and I take the liability of my own product, it's going to help me sell more jobs. My, again, uh, other people, um, they're just becoming, they're just manufacturers. They're in the industry of their industrialists. They only manufacture mosaic. Um, then they ship it over here to the United States, which is the number one market in the world. Uh, it's not Dubai. It's not like, you know, uh, it's not Australia. The United States is the biggest market bar none. And where's the most money in the entire world was at. So everyone's here trying to sell their stuff, right? So, but they cannot provide a service of installation and they're selling an expensive product. Right. But what I've been able to get a good, good grasp is an original mosaicist, an original mosaic artist back in the days made his own glass or her own glass, you know, burned their own sand, the silica sand, made their own enamels, cooked, you know, cooked their glass, made their glass, cut their glass, um, drew their design on the floor and, and, and glued their pieces onto the floor or not, I want to say glued, but adhered, right. and then installed their own product. Nowadays, you have a designer on, on the left field, you have the manufacturers on another country or somewhere doing something, and then you have the installers somewhere else. And if the shit hits the fan, if, 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 if something goes wrong, for the most part, the, the, the manufacturers overseas are blaming on the installers. Everybody's and then the installers, <laughs> yeah, the installers are blaming it that the material came wrong and or there wasn't enough waste or the way that it's mounted came wrong. Or when it went on the airplane, it, 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 it compressed or it stretched, you know, or shrunk the mounting. So now the joint lines don't, don't match up. You know, there's always some freaking mess that's going on. What would make, would help me consolidate and put a stronghold in the industry that I'm at is I'm a boutique. Um, when you come in to get a suit done, you come in and say, Anthony, come in, sit down. You want to get, a, you, you know, you want, you want coffee, you want, you want, you know, glass of champagne. Sit down. They they stand you up. They give you. They measure you. Then they sit you into the room and they start giving you ideas. But all you wanted was a gray suit. But then they tell you, listen, we already got your measurements. Let, let's, you know, everybody needs a dark suit, right? And don't forget about a black suit for weddings. And don't forget about, you know, for this and for that. And then you leave there. With five suits, you come back, you fit them, you 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 put them on, and you leave you out the way. This is what we do. We're a, we're a mosaic boutique, and what sells our what sells really the most for us, and what helps us sell all these grandeur projects is these two services of planning and design and manufacturing and installation. Uh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Like when I tell you, you have uh, if you've inspired me, I know these listeners are going to be inspired because again, it's just a totally different mindset from what we're normally seeing. And uh, 
it's just motivating to if you can do it. Of course, I don't want to. I don't. I wouldn't touch mosaic. I tried. I tried to do a mosaic piece, and it came out great. When I had it stuck, I tried to transfer it to something else, and then it ended up in the trash because I couldn't yeah. figure it out. So I wouldn't even. I wouldn't dare try to enter your field. Um, but the process, I could replicate that all day and use it to where I can build my company, uh, build a brand. Um, because like I said, my goal is the same exact goal for custom showers. Do I want to do mosaics? I really don't. But I want to be able to come into somebody's space and uh, have them say, hey, look, um, what can you do with this? And now I give them options. I provide installation. They, they have nothing to worry about. And again, like you said, and on top of that, I want to be invited back to their home when the next project comes up or when they tell their friends. In a market like that, uh, with, with, with those type of jobs and those type of customs projects, all the word of mouth is pretty much going to be sold before you talk to these people. Because they're like, there's nobody else that can do it. There is no one else that can yeah. do. There is no other I mean, uh, mosaicist. Yeah, they, there, there is. There's there? not. Yeah, I hear you. There's not another Ray. Okay. Like they can't call anyone yeah. else and say, "Hey, well, there's this other company that does what Ray does," because they don't. Yeah. Um. What What I let me tell you, I, it, it's just when I was tr trying to build my business, I was always uh, meeting with the, all these designers and architects at the beginning, always trying to you know sell them mosaic work and please use me and specify me and pool companies and I you know, there's one guy that he, he was in the upholstery business and he, he basically he told me one thing I never forget it and he said learn all you can about the craft of your business learn everything you can and learn the history of it and the more that you learn about the history of it or the more that you learn about the craft of what you're doing and what you're trying to explain to a client the more successful you'll be at it and that's what I did. I, I became a maniac reading books and learning about history and learning about the how it evolved and learning about. And then I basically sit down and I talk, I talk to a client and I go back to what I know about it. And I sit down with architects and stuff like that. And they can't tell me anything about the mosaic industry because I know pretty much a lot about every aspect of it. Now, I don't have to be a master at every aspect of it. I mean, I have amazing installers that uh, have over 40 years of experience. They've been installing since they were like 13 years old, you know, like being helpers, you know, with their parents and stuff. And uh, and now they work for, for my company full time. But, you know, they're the masters. But I surely know how to explain it. I surely know how to explain it and what they're going to do and how we do it. And uh, so I learned a lot about installation. I learned a lot about manufacturing. I learned a lot about designing. And, and I'm able to explain the whole facet of it. So if I can tell any of the listeners uh, anything that they can take with them is, is that learn, the, learn as much as you can about your trade. Uh, the, the evolution of how uh, it came to what you're doing and how they did it before and what products are used now versus the products that were used before and all that kind of stuff. And when you explain it to con to other people, it, it, it really puts you at another level. That's uh, interesting, which makes me think about what what was it or what can you think that um, from the time that you were trying trying to go get these jobs, what do you think transitioned to you into um, starting to land these these jobs to where you're you're moving the way you're moving now? Um, everything. Well, I, I figured out that there was more money to be made in pools because there's more surface area and everybody has a pool. Yeah. But you know, I was I was I first started as a I don't I'm not sure if this is the exact question, but I first started as an artist. Mm -hmm. So I was doing mosaic work in my in my garage, you know. And I was doing all kinds of little projects and then I landed a bigger deal. And then, and then I started, and then I, you know, since I like business, I started promoting myself and then I landed like a really big job that I could not do in the, in the lead time that they were giving me. So I started to outsource. And then as I started to outsource and look for people that can get it for me and do it, do it for me and I can make a markup and, and then sell it. That's when I started to get involved in like, you know, getting involved in, in doing bigger jobs and promoting myself bigger. Like now I can do bigger jobs. Right. So, yeah. you know, then I, then, then one time this, this one client, don't forget his name. His name was Bobby Stetcher. He said, yeah, I want you to do a medallion for me in my foyer, but, uh, but I want you to do a pool too with this, you know, three quarter by three quarter glass tile, one color. 
So that was easy. I showed them samples. Uh, I was getting my glass, uh, you know, overseas. Uh, and then I was making a little bit of, mar of a markup. And then my, I had installers already that I subcontracted at that time. I didn't have my own employees, my own, like, you know, full-time installers. I was a small, you know, small fry. Yeah. And uh, I made more money on doing the pool one solid color than doing the, the, the stupid medallion. You know what I mean? It took me forever to design yeah. and forever to make. So I said, there's something here. Let me start focusing on pools. And, you know, which goes to show you, if you're building your business, you first, you might want to first start selling oranges, but then you're going to be the biggest banana dealer in the world. Right. And you never thought you were going to do bananas. Well, I never thought I was going to be where I'm at with the pools, but, but I built a niche. I found that there was a niche and, and I like to be, I want to promote myself as the, if you want something artistic done, you got to go to Ray Corral. You got to go to Mosaic Sustain. If you want a pool done, a piece of artwork in your pool, you got to go to these people. Yeah, yeah, but I saw a catalog from overseas. Yeah, I know. But this guy, this he specializes in just pools. So I don't want to be, even though I do a lot of other work, I like to be a niche and I like to promote myself as a niche in this one thing, um, you know, pools. And then, you know, there's a lot of surface area in a pool. You know what I mean? Uh, you, know, what, you know, I don't want to do a bathroom, a backsplash, you know, of a kitchen. I don't want to do, you know, I do a lot of church work too. That's a, a niche industry as well. I also deal with a lot of high-end material. We, 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 must, we manufacture small tea. Small, very, there are very few companies in the world that manufacture this material. It's very rare and it's expensive to start off with. It comes in a thousand, over a thousand colors and it's all hand cut. And this is very ancient material. And then we deal with industrial stuff and like lower end, you know, industrial shit that, that, that it's not as expensive as small tea. Right. And I say shit because a lot of mosaic companies are selling the, the little squares and as it's really expensive, you know, like pixelized mosaic, nothing hand cut, and they sell it like like super expensive. Why? Because it's from Italy. Well, really, yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. That forget about that. That's not my song and dance. That's that's not really. So we try to focus on art, handmade craftsmanship. You know, artwork from the time that we make the glass to how we cut it to how my installers come in. I sell my installers not as installers. My installers are artists as well because right. they actually are. They actually are. So, um, you know, I don't know if I were veered from the question, but no, 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 you answered else. it. You, you, you answered it because uh, you were touching on um, how how you got that first that first pool job. So that's why I was yeah. curious to how you how you how you transitioned into um, that that niche uh, market that that you promote now. Um, yeah. Where where did the uh, would that would you consider that to be like the the high end job that got you to the high end clients, or was it just that nobody else could do what you're doing? Um, the company that I was working with overseas did a, did already have a couple of pools. Now remember, I wasn't really I couldn't manufacture at a, at a, at a with high volume because I was just a, I was just an artist. I was cutting the glass myself, my garage, and doing all this shit. So what happened was, um, I started I got permission to use their pictures. And they, they loaned me some pictures and I started promoting their, their projects. And that's what got me, you know, off the ground with selling to other people uh, here in the United States. Now, I didn't promote and say that these were my projects, okay? Right. But I did get permission to use their pictures and I did. And uh, it helped me. Sometimes you, you get a manufacturer, you really love their product and you say, hey, listen, I'm, I'm just starting out, but I really want to promote your product. I'm very, I'm very excited about your product. And, you know, can I use your content? And uh, can I have the, you know, can I use your content under my company name? And I'll give you credit. You know I mean? Like, you know, you know, credit, you know, I'll give you credit, but um, you can give them credit. But then again, you can sometimes, sometimes companies and manufacturers, I do, I do it. I, I give my distributors content so they can, to help them build their business. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And um, it's very hard to get, to duplicate, you know, to get the stuff that I, that I do is very hard. Uh, to get it done at the prices that I have, which I'm extremely reasonably priced. Um, but, and that's the reason why I'm a little bit free with my content. Um, like you can start sharing it and then someone's going to call you and then you're going to be stuck. You'll be like, damn, I stole content from Ray. And now how am I going to get this thing done? You know what I mean? Like, and then they're, they're going to call me and they eventually going to have to call me and get a quote and I'll probably have the best price. But the, um, the, 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 what you see today on my Instagram, um, we have a little bit over, maybe I, I, there's like over 350 files in my residential pool folder of projects that we finished. So 
that's how many jobs we finished. Um, there's no like waterline tile jobs there. Most of my jobs are all tile pools. And also there was, you know, 20% of them, you know, uh, or 35% of them are all, um, uh, in that, in that folder, they're all designs. I would think so. Yeah. 30, 40% to have all a design in the bottom. But today, like I said, 80%, um, I don't, I'm forgetting what my percentages, but no, look, uh, what, look, what, some people don't know numbers. It's good that you know your numbers. Yeah, yeah. No, 80% <laughs> is pools, right? Yeah. 80% is 80, 85% of what we do today is pools and the rest of it is like church work and stuff like that. So yeah, we're, we're, that's my niche and uh, everything you see today on my Instagram, all the pictures, all the videos, everything is stuff that came, that is mosaic It came through my desk and everything you see there, we installed it everything and it's hard to really i've been around for a long time but it's hard to really fathom the amount of volume that we've done that i've been able to accomplish and i've been doing it and i do it with collaboration i build other people up around me i build a great team around me i build them up and and they get me to where i want to get to and uh and and so on so you know that's that's uh to answer your question i think i did you definitely answered the question. Um, I look, I'm you got me so pumped up. I'm ready to go sell a job. I'm ready to go sell a design. I'm ready to go talk yeah. to some customers. Um, yeah. this is this is uh golden information. Um, I feel like we've covered everything. I do want to uh to highlight some of the takeaways. The main thing that I I, I heard you say is for listeners to learn their craft learn everything about your craft learn the history of it how it was done and how it trans transitioned into how it's done now i think that's huge because i know for myself i haven't done that yet and i'm 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 intrigued to know what i'm going to find out when i start researching on the past and why uh things are done the way the, the way they're done um another huge thing that i heard you say is collaboration i'm always talking about collaborating with people um we like in our industry we always like to say uh competitors these are my competitors this is my competitor but collaboration is way more important than competing um in in i would like to say in your industry well, or in your, in your field there I, is no competitors like like nobody can compete with you doing what you do they might try but they really can't compete there is no competition. You you lost when you started. Like there is no competition. So I think collaboration is huge because that mindset allows you to start connecting with people that will grow your company even bigger and even stronger. Yeah, I mean everybody does it today. I mean uh, I my, my I can collaborate with a big designer. Uh, you know J Lo collaborates with Maluma. Uh, why? Because she's, she wants to get into a different market and she sings together a song with another guy. And then you got, uh, you know, Sting that collaborated with Shaggy. And then you got uh, actors that collaborate. Uh, you know, you have a, a big uh, a big drama. Uh, and I, and I'm, I'm touching these things because people can relate with them. They can understand yeah. them. And uh, so, yeah, everyone, you know, collaborating is big. It's the way you can reach a bigger market quicker, you know, and, and, and you can broaden faster. But, um, yeah. So I got a little battery here. How much we got going on here? Oh, look, we're, we're about to wrap it up. Um, I just wanted to finish up the takeaways. Uh, another thing, the the media was yeah. uh, a big takeaway because um, you're controlling your media because you know what's going to do for your brand and you know that that, that storytelling will will uh, do half of the work for potential customers before they even yeah. get to you. But thank you for the opportunity. I mean, if you get Mosaic Assist and Instagram, I love to use Instagram because it really is a great tool uh, to promote and reach people. Um, in my stories, I talk a lot about technical stuff that I do, installation tech, tech info. Uh, I talk about making glass. I talk about doing artwork. I talk about sales. I really cover a lot of stuff. I'm sure all of my competitors will say, like, want me to shut the hell up. But I really talk yeah. about a lot of stuff that, that is very apprenticeship-like. But I feel that I'm just giving back. And I feel that, you know, why not? You know, I mean, uh, I, somebody gave me a chance and taught me. And I, if I can just go ahead and give a little bit of information out to the industry. And uh, it, it's great. And, you know, it, it, I feel better about it. But Mosaicist uh, on Instagram with the stories. Oh, man, I post a lot of fun stuff on there. So if, if you guys are looking for for especially tech and also installation tech stuff. I cover that a lot on there. So, but thank you, Anthony, for having me. I really appreciate it. Hey man, look, this was an amazing show. I'm, I'm, I don't want to make nobody feel bad, but 
I feel like this was my favorite show. This is, I think we're on episode like 43 or something. When I tell you, I'm dead serious about that. This was. I this can't was, wait to hear it. This I'm going to follow fighting. you now. Um, I'm gonna. I want you to give me some content so I can. I have you know. I have a big, a big Instagram page. I think, but but, and I want to also promote there as well for all my all people who are curious about me. They they don't really they see me on Instagram, but it's just they, they never heard me speak like this. So thank right. you for the opportunity, and this is another way for me to grow by by opening the doors with someone like you to get me to go out and talk, and 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 even this is helps me as well. You know, your show and what you're doing is gonna in turn help me. Uh, grow my brand as well and i'm gonna go ahead and use it to my benefit so it's great to be on here man uh again man look uh i appreciate everything that you've done continue to uh to be an amazing uh business owner amazing artist uh amazing inspiration to other people like me um and we'll reconnect uh soon i will let you know when i have the link available uh, I would love if you can promote it uh, however much you want to, even if it's just a link, uh, letting people know. Um, send me your website so I can tag you in the show notes, and uh, that way you can get some more exposure that way. Let's do it. All right, Anthony, bud. All right. Thank you, man. Flow of masters. Flow of masters. Yeah. Hey, man, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Floor Master Podcast. We made it through a year, one year of being on uh, the, the, the air. Can we call it the air? Radio waves, not the radio, but we're going to call it radio waves because I feel like I'm on the radio right now. Thank y'all for uh, supporting the show. Thank y'all for listening. We made it to 43 episodes. 43 episodes. In charts on uh, Apple Podcasts. We got some steam coming. We got some steam rolling. We moving on up, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. I just want to encourage everybody. Make sure you go subscribe. Go rate, review. Go listen to all the other episodes from the beginning of the year. Keep listening to the Floor Master Podcast. Tell a friend, tell a family member, tell your cousin, tell your aunties, your uncles, everybody that you know that they need to listen to the Floor Master Podcast. We finished the year off with an amazing guest, Mr. Ray Corral, the Mosaicist, and we're looking to put another amazing guest on the show next week. Stay tuned, y'all. The Floor Master Podcast. We out.